Welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby and I'm an empowerment coach to women over 40. I take a stand and it's time for you to take your turn in life. Today, I have Janice Sutherland here to have a conversation and I am really looking forward to this because everything that she wrote down on her form is a hell yes to what we are all talking talking about with your bold life. So Janice, I would love it if you'd come in and tell us a little bit about yourself and thank you so much for being here today. No, thanks Val. Thank you so much for having me um, today. So I am a woman of a certain age. I'm past the forties and past the fifties now. Um, I have the auspicious um, honor of being one a little bit closer to 60 than I am 50, which was a bit of a shocker when I realized, when I realized it, because I really do not think I'm that age at all. Um, I, as you can tell, I'm English, but English by, um, by birth, but I live in the Caribbean. Uh, in Antigua and have done for the past 10 years. I spent all my life pretty much in the corporate world. Well, yeah, all my life in the corporate world, uh, culminating in being the first female to head up the telecoms industry out here for a few, for a couple of years, then decided, blow it. No, 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 no. I didn't come out here to work this hard for somebody else. So at the age of 50 or 52, um, decided it was time for me. My kids are grown. My kids live in the UK. They're adults. I have one grandson. So my husband, when I met him, my now husband said he wasn't staying in the UK, which is why we ended up in the Caribbean. And that's a whole nother story. (laughs) And um, I decided to take a bit of time for me and find out what I want to do and what I'm passionate about, which led me to coaching. I'd always been a bit of a coach. If I'm honest, I ran away from the leadership aspect of coaching because I'd spent so many years in the leadership realm. I want to do something different, but all, you know, that, you know, you don't read the signs and everything comes slapping you back in your face and all the signs kept leading me back to leadership. So now I work with ambitious women. Um, I'd say women who still want to have an active, proactive career, but actually want to have some more control over their career, become more impactful leaders and create wins in their life. Um, Because I see so many women looking for this work-life balance, which doesn't exist. Yes. Um, You know, being, being unhappy about where they've reached and having to try to be something else. And especially where we are now with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that, I'm seeing a lot more women step up and want to be who they are authentically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Oh my gosh. So much, so much in just that bio that you just said. (laughs) First, I need to find out why I am attracting women who live in gorgeous tropical areas. It's it's good and it's bad because I keep looking at it going, oh my gosh, I want to travel so bad. <laughs> and we're just not going to do it right now. Right. But then I also get yeah. to like, just, I kind of feel like the vibe from you guys and, and the change of pace. Yes. That you guys bring to the conversation is just amazing for that. Um, You have done a lot and you did big changes and I liked it. I did. So how did you lean into the fact that you were wanting that change? Um, Did you just like have a moment? I think, I think for the work change, if I'm honest, my body told me. Yeah. um, Because I was a bitch at home. 
Um, I was stressed. I put on weight. My skin changed. I was tired. I was listless. All these signs, these niggles that you just ignore because you think, that's it. You know, they're, they're just there. That's what they are. It's just life. You're getting a little bit older, maybe. Um, but my body told me um, that it was time. And I was miserable as hell. Yeah. Miserable. You know, I used to watch my husband who, who was working from home because because I had the citizen. I have the citizenship from my through my mother. Um, he couldn't work straight. He couldn't go to work for anybody. So he was working for himself, doing his own thing. And I'd watch him have great smiles in the morning and go say, kiss me goodbye. And I'm like, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? You know, and I'm like, you've done everything. You don't need to prove anything to anybody else. You didn't even come here to be a CEO. That just happened. And you took the opportunity, but it wasn't what you planned to do. So I decided to take some control and be more and plan what I wanted to do. Awesome. So I say planning air quotes because it hasn't quite always gone to plan. <laughs> of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the whole planning issue. I know we talked a little bit before about, about a little bit of the control. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I know I fight that as well. I'm, I'm trying to give up the control. I mean, even in like, well, especially, you know, being moms and working, yeah, there were days and months and years where we had to have that control to make everything work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've learned I've learned over the past couple of years to I've relinquished some of it. And I'm really proud. I'm really proud of my little steps. Um, like this year, I've decided to get myself a VA because I was yes. doing everything myself. Yes. Um, so I'm like, I'm really, and just the thought, just the sheer, the excitement I had just thinking, I don't have to do this anymore. And I can give yes. this to her. And I better start making some money because I've got more work I want to give to her. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I got chills. Cause yeah, I have a, a graphic designer. I have my designer lady that does all my graphics. And it's so amazing to just go into my program and go, Hey, can you do this? Please. And yeah. it's like done right away. <laughs> like, oh, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then that good experience has been helpful because then it is easier for me to give up some of the other stuff, some of the other control. Yes, absolutely. And look for more. I do want to pinpoint for all of you listeners. Were you paying attention to her body changes that she had listed? And that was a big sign. I know for so many of us, you know, we're, we're stressed, of course, in, in jobs that they might not like, but then we also have the whole, is it perimenopause? Is it menopause? And we played that bullshit game of, well, there's probably a reason for it. The reason might be that you're just freaking miserable. Yeah. I, I didn't even, if I'm honest, when I look back now and the decisions I made, I'm thinking, shit, I think I was actually menopausal and yeah. didn't really didn't right. realize there was so much going on from a work perspective as working at such a fast frenetic level mm-hmm. I didn't realize what was happening to me so I had all these clashes going on at the same time yeah and I know that uh, talking to friends and, and other women in the last year in the podcast that's why I am calling these decades the idgaf years that I don't give a fuck years because It might be menopause. It might just be that we need change, but all of it combined is making us wake up. Yes, absolutely. Which is the important part. Who cares about the other stuff? (laughs) It's the waking up. (laughs) 
So I love that you talk about um, living an authentic life on your own terms. What yes. does authentic, an authentic life mean to you? Um, I think the first time I realized that um, I could be more authentic was when I was first offered the CEO role um, that I talked to, that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I said no. The first time I was off the role, I said no. And like, you think about, well, that was a great, that's like a huge role. And um, and I remember saying to my boss then at the time, I said to him, I said, look, I can't do this. I said, because if I seen how you guys are, because every role model I had was pale, male and stale. Every role model in that role, you know, there'd never been anybody like me, a black woman who had done the role, even even though I'm in a Caribbean country, Mm -hmm. never have been. And I saw how they operated. And I said, if that's how you want me to be, I can't do that because that's not me. So I'd rather not do the role if I can't be true to who I am because who I am has got me where I am so far. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're not one of the good old boys. No, no. And he said, he said, Janice, he says, you're with the boss, make it your own. You know, you just, just do you. And there was this little little light bulb moment that said, oh yeah, shit, I'll be the boss. I can do whatever I want. You know? so, <laughs> You're at the top, baby. <laughs> and, and, and the fact was, I mean, I'd been there for a number of years before I, before I had the role. And so pretty much everybody um, who I'd have been leading, I'd probably employed. Yeah. So, you know, there's a little, there's a level of freedom where you're not quite the, where you're not quite the boss. You know, you know, I, I got them to do things they would do because of my personality, who I am, that kind of stuff. And I didn't want to re- lose that connection I had yeah. that, you know, that that enabled them to lead me, for them to follow me or for me to lead them comfortably. Yeah. So I was very conscious of that. So that was probably the first time I realized about um, the authenticity being that aspect taking that role and making my and making it my own. And then obviously, secondly, was when looking to leave because like that no longer my values were no longer being served at a corporate in, in the corporate world that wasn't what I wanted anymore I didn't move countries to continue to work harder than I ever did when I was in the UK I came to slow it down I love being in my garden I like being having my own time I like being in that control I like dictating what I do I like the variety of what I do I realized I was creative I didn't see all this yeah. when I was caught up in the corporate in the corporate no disrespect to corporate because those guys pay my money now for now as I'm doing executive coaching yeah but I didn't I think I think I'd paid my dues in that world for long enough you know and I think that that right there is a big key is the fact that you did it you put in your time you loved it and yeah. it's it's okay to move on to something else Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't have to stay at jobs for 40 years, you know, not to the point where you're miserable anymore. There's just so much other stuff. And especially for you, you took all of that knowledge and you just moved it to something more fun. Yes. 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 Got over the fear. Yeah. Which is perfect. Yeah. I I couldn't, I couldn't imagine living in some place well, I mean, I can't, I guess I can't imagine living, living, living here. <laughs> I'm not tropical here in Seattle, but still, I, I don't want to be a slave to somebody else's business for 14 yeah. hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't even imagine doing that. I, of course, I'm slave to my own, but that's a different story, right? It is a different story. At least yeah. on your terms. Yeah. yeah. And that's that whole life work balance thing. Oh my gosh, as entrepreneurs, yeah. woo, 
we we do not have that that's for sure that's i think that's why so many of us that work online are just like that life work balance is bullshit that's absolute bullshit statement because there's zero difference between work and life absolutely absolutely (laughs) so in your 40s because of course i always love to do it 40s and it sounds like i might have even been a little bit after for you um what was a big change that you saw happen in my 40s I got remarried oh wow um I got because I'd married the first time I'd married I was very young I was I was 19 when I first got married mm-hmm. um had my children um in my 20s so I'd kind of at that point now I'd kissed a few frogs and I'm like I'm just not prepared I'm more than happy now to be on my own if that's what's out there I'm not compromising this is who I am. This is what I want out of life. And when I kind of, I suppose, mentally, I suppose, drop the, this is what I'm looking for, the perfect, whatever, this, 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 or, you know, or stop looking, as they say, proverbial stop looking. My husband emerged in my life. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And uh, it was just, we just clicked. I mean, we met. It was a, it, we, I didn't even, we met at a, we met in a nightclub. Um, you know what it's like. It's dark, it's smoky, whatever it is. Um when we arranged to have a date, I didn't know what he looked like. We were going to have the date. Um, but when I saw I was pleasantly surprised and happy, we had great conversations over the phone. He could make me laugh. Um, he, he understood my quirkiness um, and he took me for who I am. And we just, the rest of us say is history, you know, 60, ooh, how long years now? 16, 17 years later, nice. um, we're here. We're here. Oh. So that was the first big change, I think, um, for me. I love that because it, it sounds like what happened was you really leaned into this is who I am. Yes. Yes. And yeah. Love it or leave it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Which we definitely find that when we are that way, we, we just attract people that are looking for that, mm, for mm. that authenticity, like you said. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, for me too, it's the the humor in a relationship. You know, if I'm having that really bad day, or like you had said, the the miserable, I've had jobs, of course, that I was absolutely miserable and all I was was miserable all day long and night. Yeah. <laughs> so to have him be able to like, look at me and say, hey, you forgot to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, I don't even like myself. You're right. I'm going to go and resign right now. As a matter of fact, I'm out of that position. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I love it. So tell me a little bit more about what you do. How are you helping women in their careers? Well, I, I, I mean, from a leadership perspective, you know, I've, I've demonstrated that I've been there and done that. So I have credibility. Yes. Um, unfortunately, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of coaches out here who haven't walked the walk. So quite often I can call you on your bullshit. Yeah. Um, when you're you're coming, when you're coming at stuff with me. So, and I also know what it's like to want that ambition, but also more importantly, how to get there, how to get out of your own way, because there are so many things we tell ourselves as to why we cannot be that success. The perfectionism, the limiting beliefs, the imposter syndrome, the fear of failure, the fear of success, and all those things that go wrapped in, go, go wrapped into them. Um, I, I suppose I have, an, I have a knack, I'll say it's a knack of actually extracting um, and helping women see where they're being their own blockers. Mm-hmm. Because you have it all, you have it all in you. My, my favorite phrase, and my fa- I, have, I have a love-hate work relationship with the word empower. Mm-hmm. Because over the years, you've probably seen so many empowerment events, events yeah. 
where women go to these events and I'm sitting there thinking you'll wait for this strike this strike of empowerment to come down and hit you on the head and make you empowered yeah when I tell them I said you don't need to be empowered when you already have the power yeah because empowerment by the by the name of by the nature definition means to give someone the power but you can't give them what I've already got yeah you know all I need to know is how to unleash it and that's what I help you do yeah nice it being that you've already walked the walk, I think that is an absolutely huge aspect of it. I and mean, we, we see so many coaches out there that, you know, they're like, I can bring you to a million dollars. It's like, well, are you making a million dollars? Have yeah. you, have you helped people? Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you've helped a lot of them, then yeah, that that's great. But if you're not walking the, walking the talk, as I say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, and it's helping those women, you know, all around boundaries, because I often, you know, as women, we we all we always put ourselves first. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, we always put everybody else first and ourselves last. Yeah. And I try to tell them, look, you know, self first. It's, it's self, it isn't selfish, you know. And um, and how do you create boundaries? How do you create boundaries with your boss? Because it can be, it is possible. Mm-hmm. How do you create boundaries with your kids? Because that's another time sucker. God, we love them. Yeah. We love them, but they can drain the hell out of us. Yeah. And how do you create boundaries with your partners? Because they have to be there. If you, if you to survive, you can't go around with this me, myself, and I mentality. Yeah. You know, and you, you have you have to protect you. You have to protect yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Boundaries are my huge thing. I love to talk about boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a free workshop coming up. <laughs> That's how much I love talking about boundaries because they were something that I even just recently, I didn't realize that my boundaries had gotten wishy-washy again. Yeah. Um, you know, because 2020 was a wreck. So it was so, so much change going on that all of a sudden at the end of the year, I'm looking at it going, no wonder why I'm unhappy about this situation and this situation. It's like, I let people do whatever they want again. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that I was being that people pleasing girl again, which is uh, at least I recognize it sooner, which everyone yeah. that's, that's the True. sign of self-growth is you recognize that you're doing it. It probably will keep coming back up, but, <laughs> but recognizing it so that you can make it stop. That is self-growth. Absolutely. And unfortunately people pleasing is one of those ones that I jump back into when, when I don't, I use it as a sense of control. Right. I believe it's yeah. that. What I'm, what I'm learning about myself. <laughs> to me, if I can make everybody else happy and everybody else's life perfect, then mine will be perfect. It doesn't always work that way. Oh, it's absolute bullshit. It doesn't doesn't work that way at all. <laughs> it's just that stupid stuff my brain tells me. <laughs> awesome. All right. So it's time for dammits. And I know that um, I kind of threw that one on you but um obviously even in this conversation i can come up with some of your dammits because that's one of my superpowers is i can <laughs> i can tell even yeah. just talking with people just in a short amount of time what some of their personality traits are that yeah. are that really make them them and so listeners that's that's what we're talking about with the dammits it's the damn it i like this about myself it's things about your personality that maybe somebody told you you need to change maybe multiple people in your life have told you you need to change this but every time that you have tried to do that you become miserable and you can it even leads to depression there was years that i was depressed because i was hiding my personality and changing Mm. my personality 
to know more of that. So what is one of your damnits? Uh, I had to think about this and I, the word, and the, probably, it's probably a made up word I'm going to use, but I would say my effervescence, effervescence, I can't even get that out. I'm just hella, hella bubbly. Um, my personality, it's um, sometimes, sometimes I'm, I nickname myself the woman whisperer because <laughs> I, I, I do podcasting or other coaching and sometimes I make women feel that comfortable that I actually extract a lot more out of them. Yes. Because I can naturally, I can naturally tune into who they are, mm-hmm. you know, without them realizing it. So they'll tell me a lot more. But the fact that and people almost, quite a few people say about my aura or my, you know, they love talking to me because I'm always so upbeat. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a, you know, a forced upbeatness. It's because I'm happy with who I am. Yeah. You know, so I'm naturally like this, and my face will always tell a thousand words. Um, you know, so I can't hide it and I refuse to hide it. If I'm not, if I'm not happy with you, you'll know I'm not happy with you. And I'll also make sure you know why. Yeah. So, um, so, so that, so, and I'm thinking of the phrase that, you know, you'll be too much for some people. Those aren't your people. Yeah. That sums it up for me. Yep. Yep. And owning that is definitely something that so many of us jump into in our midlife. Yeah. Finally realizing that, you know what? I am not everyone's cup of tea and I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't get it. It just, you know, it just, it doesn't, you know, you know, do you, in the, in the I suppose the cold heart, do you serve a purpose to me? Do you, yes. and I don't say, do you matter, but you don't make a difference. You don't impact me, you know? So why am I, why am, why am I wasting my time, my energy, my breath, wondering what you think about me? Because to be in the, in the longer scheme of, in the longer term things, you don't make an impact. You don't have any influence on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And isn't it amazing? I know that there was a time when I was going through all of the, the people pleasing and I was literally sitting there and this is why I, it, it's part of my workshop. Actually, <laughs> I was sitting there and I was writing out people, you know, and, and actual names. And of course that means I'm thinking of them. Right. And it popped mm-hmm. into my head. How much do you think that they think about you? absolutely and I went holy hell I don't think a single one of these people thinks anything of me at any random time so why am I giving them that power over Mm -hmm. me you know and it's totally me they don't even know they don't know that I'm crossed them off my list you know (laughs) it's it's like our relationship was done and why am I the one that's so worried about it still true that yeah and I know that 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 helped a lot because that made me take a look at, well, what do I want? Who do I want in my life? Awesome. All right. Oh my gosh, Janice, thank you so much for being here and bringing those tips. And um, I am going to write out some of that stuff in the show (laughs) notes that you were talking about, just those signs, because those were excellent signs of your body telling you um, that you're done. Yes. You're done. You're done and you need to, you need to change. You need to make the changes and you need it to be more happy. I love it. So thank you so much for being here today, Janice. You're welcome, Val. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because you deserve to live as your best self.